Hello. Uh, welcome to And It's Writing, a live stream and podcast where two writers have a few drinks and some laughs while we revise our old work. Uh, I'm Avery, and I write adult fantasy. Uh, what I'm working on <laughs> is I am simultaneously trying to participate in NaNoWriMo and finish revisions. Uh, so that's going. It's going. <laughs> I, I don't want to say well, but it's not going badly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'm DC, and I'm pretty much doing the same right now. <laughs> because we're, we're, uh, we're ambitious. We're going to go with ambitious. Yes, ambition. Ambition and sadness, <laughs> uh, at least for me. I'm working on speculative fiction right now and editing, and I really want to work on my, my next uh, historical fiction project, but uh, it's not... It's not going to happen, I guess, because uh, this uh, the editing process on the speculative fiction is just uh, too much. Yeah, I love that book, though. I can't talk bad about it. I love spending time with that baby, but you know, I'm not quite sometimes. in that book right now. I'm. <laughs> I don't love my revision book right now. Um, yes, you you seem very bitter. I, not bitter. <laughs> I'm just tired. I want new. I want new worlds to play in. I've been in this one for a while, and I'm just like. Can it? Can I? Can I finish it so I can move on to something else? So, and as for what I'm reading, I'm kind of on a bit of a reading hiatus because I am hitting the writing and revising really hard at the moment. So, I don't have anything to add for that time this week. I am still well. I am still reading a little life by uh, Hanya Yanagihara, and at this point, I am ripping through it because now it's in the good stuff, and I just can't put it down. So it'll probably be done very soon. <laughs> it was slow. It was slow to start, and now I'm just like, okay, now I gotta, now I gotta know what happens to this sad man. Like, and I read like sixty pages this morning, and I was only supposed to read like oh, wow. thirty. So. It yeah. seems like the kind of book that, especially at the beginning, you'd need to, like, take a little slow. <laughs> Literary fiction yeah. is like that, and that's kind of why I like you gotta it. you got to let it sink um, in. But, yeah, I, I've just never read her stuff before. So, like, as a new reader, I'm, like, side-eyeing it. Like, are you going to give me what I deserve after I read this? And she is, so I can't complain. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was leery. I was like, I don't know if I trust you because I've never read your stuff. <laughs> But it's it's not it's not bad. It's really good. So yeah, it turns out it was worth it in the end. So yay! Yeah. Um. Today's topic is on dialogue tags and action beats. When is it too much or too little, and how to choose one or the other or neither? <laughs> sometimes um, it's neither. Sometimes sometimes it's neither. A lot Most of times. Of times it's neither. Most of the times you switch it up and then you end up going back and editing it and like taking everything out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, Cause that is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into so, that. The word said yeah. a little bit. Um, but first we're going to do the drinks um, before mine loses all of its fizziness. Um, so this time we wanted to kind of feature a special brand of drink. Um, and because it's dialogue tags and action beats, I'm going to try to capture the label. It's kind of hard because it is a small label, but it's, oh no. Okay. We're going to do the lighter one. <laughs> it's in Terabang. So it's got a pretty in Terabang. Yes. It's being caught by my, it's see-through because it's being caught by my green screen, but it's got the in Terabang symbol on it. It is a brand of vermouth. Um, I've got both the sweet vermouth and the white vermouth here. 
Um, so I actually did two drinks for this episode because I wanted to feature each one and I wanted drinks that really made the vermouth shine. Um, so I need to get my cheat sheet here so I remember exactly what's in all of them. Um, the red drink is the sweet vermouth and it's got vermouth, fresh squeezed orange juice, a um, little bit of maraschino liqueur and seltzer. And oh, it's also getting caught by my green screen. Is that really how you fucking say it? Maraschino? Uh, it can be maraschino <laughs> or maraschino. I'm not sure. Which is the right way to say it. Now I'm like, wait. I don't know. Am I if anybody in the chat ass? knows, <laughs> Google it and tell us in the chat. Uh, or don't tell us and we, we can, can both be right. That's true. We don't, neither one of us have to feel like idiots. <laughs> That's awesome. But that one's this one. And it's very heavy on the vermouth. Everything else is kind of lighter so that you get it. Um, for those who have not tried vermouth a lot, um, it is a an aromatized wine. So it's a wine that has like different herbs and spices kind of infused into it. I don't actually know the specific process, um, but this one tastes kind of like a red wine with like um, kind of an aromatic element, almost like an aromatic bitters. It's a little bit like a mold wine, but not quite. Um, the white one is actually my favorite of the two. They're both very good, but I like the white one. Um, it's kind of got like kind of Christmas spicy notes in it. Um, which worked really well. And so for the white one, I did one that is white vermouth, vodka, grapefruit juice, and honey syrup. So it's very pretty. It had a very pretty lemon wheel garnish, but the lemon wheel also got caught in my green screen, so I took it off. <laughs> Stupid yeah. lemon. But the white is very good. Um, the red is also very good. But as I naturally gravitate towards less sweet things, so just for me, I like the white a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so I did two drinks with the Pretty and Terabang um, because I thought it fit the action beats and dialogue tags because if you use an exclamation point in a dialogue tag, it better really need to be there. <laughs> and this week I did not, I did not change up the drink because sometimes it's just best to go with said. <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, it's sometimes just best to go with what is, you know, what people tell you to do. Said, uh, make this drink exactly how it is. I know usually I butcher the drink and make something worse. Um, it's very good. I like it. I like following the rules. This tastes yummy. I don't have to edit um, it. The, uh, the chat <laughs> seems to agree that they like the sweet drinks. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I made the, the red one. The red one was very yeah. good. So. We've kind of talked about said a little bit. Um, we will actually have, we have a question from a, a listener a little bit later that we'll get into about said, but it's a very specific one. So I guess we should kind of define what an action beat versus a dialogue tag is, like what they are and what they do. So I'll let you kind of take the lead on Oh, that. let me do it. Because I have a reference. I didn't even know we were talking about this. Well, let's see if I can get this right. <laughs> a dialogue tag is uh, like... It's easy. Like it, it, she said, she yelled, she exclaimed, he ejaculated. Yeah, ejaculated. We'll get into that later. <laughs> not an, that's not an action beat. It could be though. Um, action beats. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the stuff that you're doing while you're saying. Stuff. Action beats are where I I tend to stumble. I don't anymore. We'll see in the example. I used to use a lot of dialogue tags. Um, now I tend to lean on action beats a little heavily, which is like interesting. And then period quotation marks. He took a sip of his tea. That's an action beat. And you use it to signify who's talking without saying a word like said. So it can be like, yeah, she shut the door. 
and then the dialogue. Yes. And I have, and I know that also Benjamin Dreyer has. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know who Benjamin Dreyer is, but he's this editor. No, he's a, he's the, is, oh, he's some big gun. Isn't it Dreyer's English, the like, book? Yeah, he wrote a book called Dreyer's English, and uh, he really has a lot of trouble dealing with people misusing dialogue tags, like doing things like saying, um, so go fuck yourself, he giggled. <laughs> Uh, because you can't, you can't really, you can't really giggle that for one. Cause you'd be like, <laughs> trying to say that while you're fucking giggling. It doesn't fucking work. Chuckle okay? is a good one. So don't do that. Always separate your actions from your dialogue tags. Um, which sometimes, you know, if you're really in this, if you're really into the syntax, you know, you put, if, if you're going to use, he says, or see, he said, you put a comma at the end of the dialogue and then follow it by that. But if, if it's done and you're not going to do the he said thing, you put a period. And then at that point, you can do an action. It's a whole thing. We should probably put it up on our website how to do it. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, but I don't think we're talking as much today about the uh, the um, copy editing yeah. of it so much as we are the just doing it. You know, you can't say she giggled a whole sentence. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't work. Though I used to do it a lot. Oh, we have Yes, an we have an answer to our Mar It's maraschino if it's using marasca cherries, but it can be made with other easier to obtain cherries and then it would be maraschino. I don't know. I'm going to guess since it's like real classy, the liqueur that I used is the fancy marasca cherries, but I'm not sure. Huh. I'll have I to look it up. <laughs> It is a very right. fancy liqueur. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, person. <laughs> I do, but I don't know if they want me saying their name. So No, don't. We but won't. I do we know do who that. you are, and thank you. Okay. Um, but yeah, so as far as action beats dialogue tags, me, that's what they are. Yes. And my general thoughts on them are just like, that's my... My big thing is uh, I'm with Benjamin Dreyer. Don't make people giggle or cough sentences. Okay. That doesn't really work. You can't say Lord Almighty, he coughed. Like you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and, um, okay. and, you know, I, and I was just going to add to that. I am a huge, um, I, I am into said said and says like you know people have differing opinions on it but i think that's where it's at and unless you definitely need something else um to sort of paint the situation um you said because otherwise it's distracting and it doesn't help your reader read faster which is what you want especially if you're writing like a 200,000 <laughs> word novel there is a question in chat says you can use things like coughing as an action beat though right yes absolutely yeah absolutely it's actually it's it's almost completely in the punctuation in that case which which is it getting is. down into nuts and bolts um because if you put a yeah. period if yeah. it says like you know whatever hello lord almighty yeah, lord almighty period, period quotes he, he coughed. coughed that means he's coughing after saying yeah. it but if you put a, a comma after lord almighty you're trying to insinuate that he is saying it as he coughs which people you know, they try to like it. Like, if you're writing a scene where a character is choking, for instance, like maybe, maybe they do actually 
try to say something when they're coughing. Yeah. Um, but you'd have to take care of that on a, you know, a piece by piece basis. And it's going to be very rare. Um, and you want to make sure that the situation is making sense before you do it. Um, so. Yeah. And it's somebody mentioned in chat, they actually typed it out the Lord Almighty period. He coughed. And that's, yeah, that getting into the grammatical nitty gritty, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. I will say just kind of one general thought that I have is that usually less is more. Um, especially when your dialogue is between two people. If you have a scene between two people, you kind of just need a reminder every once in a while who's talking so people can make sure they're still on the right line. But you actually don't need a dialogue tag or action beat every line, which we're going to see in a minute. But it does get trickier when you have multiple people. I have problems with scenes yes. that have like five people in them. It's very hard. <laughs> Especially when all five of those characters are men, or yeah, when all they all five have of them the same are women, pronouns, because it gets real tricky. Oh, it's a whole lot. So yeah, because yeah. if we'll uh, if you've got like three people and they have different pronouns, you can kind of sneak those in a little bit. But if they're all like characters that share pronouns, you have to start using names more often, and then it's very tricky. There's an interesting there's an interesting practice that I've heard people do and I think again I think Brandon Sanderson started this one but I could be wrong um where he basically uh they they say you know write me a scene without using dialogue tags and this is to sort of get the voice of your character so you can kind of figure out like do my characters sound different as people mm -hmm. um you know and that can kind of help with a situation like that, because some you don't want to overuse dialogue tags either. Sometimes you can show a really invigorating conversation by not using them. And it just feels like words are being passed back and forth and you're not really sure who's saying what. And it, and it becomes, and you know, you kind of feel that when you're in a, a big conversation naturally too, you don't know who's saying what, but you know, someone said it and, you know, so you want to use that kind of stuff to your advantage, use them where you need them, take them out where it's fun that kind of stuff but you don't want to confuse a reader either so it's a whole it's, it's a, a whole very thing balancing act kind of thing <laughs> and you're yeah. probably not going to get it right in your rough draft you're almost guaranteed not to get it right in your rough draft you're going to be so wrong in your rough draft <laughs> bitches um yeah so i think that's kind of my general initial thoughts um which means our <clears> next <throat> section is our revision section where we're going to go over an old piece of writing I got to give a little bit of heads up on this one. <laughs> this <laughs> may end up being the oldest piece of mine we ever edit. It is the second thing I ever tried writing. It is from when I was about 14 or 15. It is a YA. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It's a YA urban fantasy style. Um, and in this scene, kind of to give you a little heads up of where we're at, the characters have are a group of friends who have just discovered like a scavenger hunt riddle and they're discussing the answer. Thanks. I hate it's... it. <laughs> I haven't read this. No, yet. I usually don't. I usually don't read the stuff that we go through. Uh, but this one, I'm, I'm definitely saying ahead of time that I, I have not read I, this. I have no idea what's about to come to me. And Avery keeps telling me it's going to be pretty bad. I almost didn't so. include it because it's so... Uh, we're going to hope I did real good makeup because I'm going to be beat red by the end of this for those who are watching the video. So, okay, we're going to go into the editing screen. Oh, boy. Oh, I'll have I you can't. read it out loud. <laughs> All right. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're gonna fix more than dialogue okay. tags in this. I'm gonna give you a heads up. Yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> okay. Um. Now, oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just need a second. <laughs> I warned you. Are you going to be able to make okay. it through this? Yes. Uh, okay. You're a professional. I'm going to put my put my serious face on now. Uh, now that they were all there, she showed Eric and Austin the riddle. Time, Austin declared, the answer proudly, his green eyes flashing as he picked up the now abandoned remote with a triumphant expression and switched to Comedy Central. <laughs> Suddenly, Cass felt stupid. She should have figured it out. But now what, Tara asked. Well, we find time, Eric. Eric laughed shyly. But we've got to hurry or we'll run out of time, Austin joked back. Oh, shut up, you guys, Cass said playfully. Oh, my God, kill me. Uh, a, a clock, Tara suggested. But which one, Austin asked. The main clock tower in the old section of town, Michael suggested. It's sort of the clock, you know. The clock, you know. Okay. But it's shut down, Tara cautioned. Oh, my God. Tara cautioned. Ha! Huh. All the more fun. Michael flashed his even white teeth. His dark eyes grew mysterious suddenly. It'll be an adventure. Come on. Oh, my God. I, wow. Uh, We're wow. Almost done. I don't even want to finish. Ooh, we can actually just run. cut the okay. last two sentences. If wait, wait, wait. Okay. No, no. No, Cass suggested they check the clocks in the house first. They found nothing. I guess it's the tower then, Cass sighed, feeling very apprehensive. <laughs> it was growing dark. I like that part. Uh, we'll take my van, Austin suggested. Wow! So, Avery! So, a quick heads up. I actually was looking through my old writing, found this snippet, and was like, oh, we're going to do an episode on dialogue tags. So, <laughs> this actually went in reverse order. Oh my order. god! I think, you know, though, I think this is really good because, like, just hearing me read it, like, if if anybody out there is doing this that's listening <laughs> to this podcast, they are now like, wow, that sounds terrible out loud. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, now you can see and hear why set is good and a lot of the other ones are bad. Also, we get a comment in chat that I am torturing DC. You are torturing me. And I'm an elitist asshole. So I'm over here like. <laughs> I was a baby oh writer. God. I didn't know what I was doing. Listen, people have to be born perfect. Don't you know that? Okay. Yeah. If we want, we can like, right. since we usually revise and this is a bit of a long one, we can kind of like just chop off like the bottom half or something if you really want to. Let's see. Let's see here, because it's funny. Because I actually really like there. There was a third to the. It was growing dark. It's the only good sentence. That's, such a, that's a good sentence, and let's not cut it just okay. yet. Let's let's just leave Honestly, it there. Honestly, we'll, our... we're gonna cut this in half probably just by <laughs> cutting. There's a couple other things. There's adjective problems and filtering problems as well. Both of which we have, or adverb problems sorry adverbs and filtering both of which we kind of talked about in previous episodes so we can kind of like bring those in as we're going um i'm gonna say right up front that this is definitely not getting shorter because 
I think the biggest problem is um, there's nothing else really going on in this conversation to keep us activated as readers because there's literally just this conversation and I'm going to guess they're all sitting on a couch somewhere. They're all um, in Cass's house, but I'm, <clears throat> I'm guess yeah, I'm guessing they're all like in the living room because obviously one of them is watching Comedy Central because it was like 1990 something. Gosh, it's just so hard because, you know, when you have when you have this many characters, you don't want your writing to get feel stilted like mm -hmm. this. Um, and there are a few different ways you can fix this. Um, I don't think we need this whole but, conversation, to be honest. N n I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to say the first thing that we should do is change everything to, to said. said. Yep, just change. So I'm going to change this. Uh, what is this? Asked to said. I'm going to change it all to said, and then we'll go through it, and we'll decide which ones don't need to be said. Yeah. Because and there's a lot of adverbs like laughed shyly, said playfully. Laughing. Um, so instead of said <clears throat> laughing, or Eric, wait, well, laughed we're, shyly. Oh, yes. So you did do the thing here. You said, well, we'll I did do the find thing. time. And it's a comma, and then it says Eric laughed shyly. So it's like, is he laughing while he says this? Because that we could that change really that hard. one into an action beat and put a period and say Eric yes. laughed. So in a situation like this, you'd say like Eric. You could well actually, yeah. You put a period and then just say Eric laughed. That's it. That's all you need, unless the shyly nah. is. I mean, it, but if you've already established that Eric yes. is the shy character in this book you don't need it you don't need it um because adverbs are bad <laughs> um so yeah we'll go through and change the rest to said because we've yeah, got joked we'll, we'll back can be said joked back is let's said tara suggested i think one suggested is okay and then we have said um, but it's used no, go, I was going to say, before it. that, we have Cass said playfully. Do we want to just get rid of that adjective? or ad I keep calling them adjectives. Adverb. Adverb. We've been <laughs> drinking. Me. I have. I don't, I don't even know where that one... I, I don't even know where that it's one is. It's the sentence over-suggested. Mm. Previous to suggested. Well, here's the thing about this one. Okay, so the, the one in question is she says, Oh, shut up, you guys. Cass said playfully. Now, I think that, that an, an adverb in this particular instance might be helpful because she just told her friends to shut up. <clears throat> and sometimes when you're reading, if you don't clarify that something's being said playfully, it can actually read as kind of nasty. That's true. Um, <clears throat> so it depends on how well you've set the character up. Um, so I don't we know. We could also uh, change this one to an action beat. And, like, before she says, shut up, you guys, it could be something about, like, she rolled her eyes or something like that. Because we don't actually have a lot of action beats here. Yes, that's fine. So we can so we can make this, like, oh, shut up, you guys. Cass rolled her eyes playfully. Yeah, because then other stuff is going on and you're not just reading sets over and over and over um, and you, cause you don't, you don't always need to say a character is saying something. You can just give an action yeah. beat on the same line and your reader is going to know, okay, that character just said that cause this is their mm -hmm. line. Um, which can get kind of confusing when you're an author who puts multiple people's dialogue in the same paragraph, which I have seen done. Actually, Hanya Yanagihara does it. <clears throat> it's, it's something that 
not everybody can get away with so it's it all depends i've on seen some literary that plays around with things like that um there's one is it cormac mccarthy that doesn't use quotation marks someone doesn't use quotation oh, marks for dialogue <laughs> and, and they're yeah. like i just i don't and i'm like okay i i feel like i've cut into a couple of those mm -hmm. kind of books and i don't like them <laughs> i don't I really, really like quotation them. marks people i think i think frank mccourt i don't know if frank mccourt uses them in angela's ashes honestly i don't think he does i don't know i have to look um anyway uh <laughs> digression um, digression okay so yeah we've got um, two suggestions Yes, we have two suggesteds. I kind of like suggested because I don't know. The first one I like. Someone the, a clock tarot suggested. Yeah, a clock tarot because it's better than asked and it's more, I don't know. You don't need it. Uh, some people would say said is fine or asked is fine, but I like suggested. It's going to be a very biased thing. Because they say that the rule is if you can put said there and it still makes sense, you said. Yeah. Right. And um, you could probably put asked there. Okay, so here's so the next one is also a question, which would also be asked. So um, having suggested here kind of breaks that up. Um, yeah. so there's not two asked. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be asked, also, asked. It'd be a clock Tara asked, but which one Austin asked? So suggested does break it up a little bit. I actually <clears throat> am of the opinion that asked is almost as invisible as said. Not quite as much. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things people tend to like yeah, not notice good. said. Asked, they may notice slightly, but not as much as like, you know, suggested or declared or the one fun one we talked right. about, ejaculate. <laughs> yes. Which appears oh in the um, <clears throat> horrible woman who shall not be named booked as a, uh, <clears throat> in a in an infamous case. You mean J.K. Voldemort? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who has their her characters ejaculating out of their mouths? Yeah. The children. It's real, guys. It's, Look it yeah. up. It's real. She uses ejaculated as a as a dialogue tag for reals. For realsies. <laughs> for realsies. J.K. Voldemort. And it's not just that. that. It's ejaculated loudly. <laughs> yeah. The, did, we, did we talk about this? We on did one of talk our about this. It's, yeah, I almost yeah, yeah. put a screen cap of it up here, but I also don't want to give that woman a lot of credit. But it's it's character name ejaculated loudly. <laughs> Google Google the um the turf in chief's name and ejaculated. You will find it. Trust me, it may or may not be porn. Also, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be the first search result. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so there's another thing about this this section. This a clock Tara suggested, and then but which one? Austin asked. Now, if I were writing this, I would say Austin, you need to just shut the fuck up for a second because <laughs> no one wants to hear you talk again. And, and and the thing about it is, you can break up uh, dialogue like this um, by moving around the quotes too. So like right here, you have all the. All of what they said right in front of they said. Yeah. Um, but you can put it behind what they do or you can break it up. Um, in this case, I would let Tara suggest, say, a clock 
and but which one. And I would just, yeah, I would just get rid of Austin saying anything and just it. So now it reads a clock Tara suggested, but which one? Yeah. And then Mike, Michael then says the main clock. Yeah, And that also changes. Yeah. The flow, like you said, because it's like dialogue tag and then a little more dialogue instead of every line being dialogue tag, next line, dialogue tag, next line, dialogue tag. Yeah. I, I really find that the dialogue he said dialogue looks really good on the page if you have a lot of people talking. It sort of just breaks it up and I can't really explain it. Um, <clears throat> we'll definitely have to put this uh, up on the website so that people can see what we're talking about. The stuff is so hard to explain out yeah. loud. When we do, I feel bad um, for the listeners. When we do these uh, revisions, I do put the before and after up on the website in the show notes. Okay. So, um, yeah, we fixed that. We got rid of Austin saying anything because, you know, when you have this many characters, like, sometimes it's just best to have some of them stay quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! Yeah, like like have have one or two characters sort of carrying the conversation and the other characters sort of just pitching in here and there, like trying to balance every character out so they all talk equally is just oh there are a lot of good scenes in a secret history by Donna Tart with like six or seven characters in the same room talking. So if you ever need reference for that sort of stuff, like read that book because she's really good at it. Um and everybody loves a secret. Side note, I right? just switched so. drinks and I'm like, oh, this drink is real good. <laughs> <clears throat> do you want me to keep editing or did you want to do some? I feel bad. For, um, for no, so I will much. let you keep editing. Um, I can discuss. You just but, drink. Well, also, because <laughs> I'm running the uh, the Twitch software, if I switch screens, oh, things right, go right, funky. Right, right. So, um, right. Okay. But so I can next... I can suggest some things. Um because now we have two suggesteds. We've got a clock, Tara suggested, but which one? The main clock tower in the old section of town, Michael suggested. Michael so said. change that to said. said. And he's got the same pattern where it says the main clock tower in the old section of town, Michael said. It's sort of the clock, you know. So that's the the dialogue said dialogue. <laughs> If this were me, I would break this up with an action beat yeah. because um, we don't know what the hell Michael is doing. Like, what's he up to? And like, yeah, what what is he doing while he says the clock? And I, you know, you kind of want to picture that in your yeah, head. Yeah, I did kind of jump us in the middle of the <clears throat> scene. So we... Uh, I mean, not really. The first line is now that they were all there. Well, <laughs> like, they're right? talking and then like one, the last person arrives, if I remember correctly. Um, So they're all kind of talking before this and then one of the other people shows up and it's like, okay, okay, now that we're all here, let's get down to business. So I think we've kind of established what I was going to say was we've kind of established the geography of like where everybody was standing before this. Okay, but but we need a reminder at at some point. Yeah, but even just for for learning sake, you know, let's just put in an action beat here just to break it up, regardless of what was before this. Um, So what does Michael do? What kind of things does he do while he's sitting here, Avery? Does he shrug with himself? <laughs> does he what? <clears throat> does he uh, let's let's make it bigger than shrug? Like let's actually like m- like. Well, if I remember I, I correctly, in the book, Michael is described as the like cute emo guy. Except emo didn't exist yet, so I think he was the cute hot topic guy or something. <laughs> so maybe he like so maybe he's like hair. constantly. 
combing yeah. his hair to one I, side. I don't know. I'm picturing like the what? South Park goth guy just like, ugh. So let's just say he took out his comb <laughs> and started to brush a tangle out of his hair. <laughs> Look, I, I, you know, it sounds so silly, but like it, it, it breaks things up. Like it. So now it says the main clock tower in the old section of town. Michael said he took out his comb and started to brush it. Or, you know what? He took out a comb and yeah, no started twos. No started twos. Why? Why did I do that? Because you okay, always do that when rough, when rough drafting. And brushed a tangle out of his hair. It's sort of the clock, you know, but it shut down. Tara cautioned. That caution is a said. While now, you're changing that caution because... to a said, I want to bring up a comment that came up in chat, which asked, "Do y'all have a policy on Michael said versus said Michael?" Um, I actually don't. I do tend to kind of swap nope. them around just to change things up, and we'll probably do that here after we kind of get rid of all the really bad dialogue tags. <laughs> I I will say that I have read both and i have written both i the last book that i wrote had seds before and the book that i wrote before that had seds after i've noticed that when people do seds before in their book um such as J.R.R. tolkien does this um in lord of the rings he always uses said first i think do it all the time um unless there's a weird rhythm thing going on in your sentence um and you feel like it needs to be broken up i tend to think that if you're going to use said first you should always use it first some people will probably argue. I was going to say, I think uh-huh. I changed them up and I think it's exactly what you just said is it's a rhythm thing. It's the cadence of the sentence sometimes with whatever the dialogue is yeah. said so and so. And it even depends on the name, how the name flows. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just read it out loud and you're like, like that, like this is why you read your work out loud, because when you read it out loud, you can kind of hear the kind of hesitation that you don't naturally want that to be read that way. So in that case, you would swap it. But I have noticed that the people who, who do use said first a lot, use it 90% yeah. of the, through their book. I do um, think also yeah. saying said name infers like it's, it feels a little more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like fancier isn't the right word. It does. It does formal. Sound fancier, formal is, is the word I was looking for. It sounds more formal. Yeah. And we're saying like Michael bit, said, yeah. it sounds a little more casual. It's subtle, but it is there. Yeah. And so depending on what kind of like tone you're going for and what voice you're going for, right. that can be a factor too. Yeah. See, I use said before the name in my last book, cause it was a, an adult fairy tale. Like it was actually like a legit fairy tale and I wanted it to read like very like older English and like I just changed a couple little things just to make people a little bit to stop and like read it with a different cadence mm-hmm. because as I was writing it I was kind of imagining it being read like a fairy tale um which sort of has a poetic cadence so it really just depends on what you're looking for don't I wouldn't use them half and half I would use one very sparingly and the other one most of the yeah. time that's a fair assessment because um, yeah I think I probably use yeah. one significantly more than the other usually but i do change them up sometimes yeah if you do it too much and you're like and it's like half and half i think that could get really kind of confusing for the reader um but i think using one over the other sparingly is is perfectly fine i also think not using 
want it all is perfectly fine. Some people can't hear cadence when they uh, read out loud. And if you can't, that's perfectly fine. Some people can, some people can't. Some people just don't have that sort of rhythm thing in their head and, and that's okay. So, um, yeah. Okay, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> we're about to hit our first down. actual um, action beat in this and it's a very 1990-whatever YA novel. Yeah, it sure is. All the more fun, Michael's flashed his even white teeth. His dark eyes grew mysterious suddenly. That one is... I think we should just cut the his dark eyes grew mysterious suddenly entirely. Yeah, I think so too. Unless unless it was meant to be like foreshadowing. If it's foreshadowing, you leave it, right? I mean, maybe a little bit. If I remember correctly, this was like the newcomer to the group and later he turned out to be like kind of the bad guy. It was it was a pretty straightforward plot. It it was kind of a ripoff of an LJ Smith book called The Forbidden Game. <laughs> um almost one hundred percent just with some things tweaked so that I thought I changed enough. Um, but yeah, there's one character who like, he's like the one that betrays them because he was like the plant all along. But at the <laughs> same time, I don't think we need that one right here. <laughs> Cause it's bad. Well, I will say, you know, I, I do think let's just try this and we can remove it if you, if you want to still, but I think this is a good opportunity to let the action beat happen before the dialogue instead of in the middle yeah. of the dialogue, just again, to break things up. Cause you can say, um, uh, let's see. Michael flash after, but it shut down. Sarah said, Michael flashes, even white teeth and his dark eyes. We can get rid of the sudden. Groups. If you're good. I would get rid of the suddenly, but if you need to use the suddenly, I would definitely put it between grew and mysterious. So it says, and his dark eyes grew suddenly mysterious. I, I and say not get rid of it. Please can we get suddenly. rid of it. Please let's get rid of it. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I have like, now I have like a weird twitchy response to suddenlies. Sometimes they are needed. Sometimes they are good. They're not great. But they're not great. But I do know in YA they are widely used. Yeah. So I'm trying not to like bash my own biases against. For me, like, it's just when are they actually? When is it actually a sudden thing? <laughs> and when do you need to point out that it's sudden? And in this case, it's not. It's not sudden. No, you're right. It would be. It would be slow and. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to actually be a sudden thing. So Michael flashes even white teeth and his dark eyes grew mysterious. All the more fun. It'll be an adventure. Come on. Uh, Cass suggested they check the clocks in the house first. They did and found, well, they found nothing. So I get, what do you think about this shit? I, I know that the yeah, suggestion I'm needs thinking. to go away. Yeah, I'm almost wondering. Or, or. Fuck. Or we can remove an earlier suggested because guys, you only want one suggestion. Well, I almost wanted to change like. this whole sentence from Cass suggested they check the clocks in the house first. They found nothing to like condense it. So a search of the clocks in the house turned up nothing or something like that. My question is, or my question is, if there are so many freaking people talking here, is there a reason we need to know why Cass suggested anything? Why can't they just say they checked the clocks in the house first and found That's nothing? where I was trying to go with this. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, cause sometimes guys, you don't need to be specific about everything. I used to make this mistake when I was a new writer all the time where I would just specify everything and it got really, it gets really exhausting for the reader. Um, just be ambiguous about it. They checked the clocks in the house first and, and found, found nothing. nothing. Yeah. And that gets rid of the they. It makes, you know, gets rid of words, which is always great. Um, then um, the next line is, I guess it's the tower then, cast side, feeling very apprehensive. Uh... <laughs> 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 if it's got a feeling, so we've got filtering, and then we've got a very, which is like one of the adverbs that's... Also, it's just boring as sin because, like, they're still just talking. There's nothing going on here. Why can't cast throw a box or something in anger and just be, like, pissed about it or something? Yeah, we need like, some emotion in this on. scene. So let's say, like, impatiently, after looking for hours, I don't even know what is going on in this scene. I'm, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> after looking for hours, cast through a box of glass <laughs> window look man don't write this in your book it's gotta make yeah. sense people but but we're... I'm just trying to I am trying to illustrate the fact that there's nothing happening here that's you're trying to liven up a very boring scene yeah so impatiently after looking for hours, cast through a box of glass in a window, and it shattered. Well, I guess it's in the tower then. Cast side. Feeling very apprehensive. I, I think... And maybe feeling bad about breaking the window. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, well, I guess it's the tower then. Cast. We could just change it to said or side. Actually, I don't mind in this case. Okay, so this is where we're not going to get along because you can't you can't sigh the entire sentence. Well, I guess it's the tower. I guess I hear that oh, I guess because I hear it in my head like, well, I guess it's the tower then is how I hear it. But I guess maybe that's a groan. I like groan. I think groan is because that's how I hear it when I hear that in my head. So maybe a groan like is more groan. accurate. Side is just so fucking overused and like you know, my and also. Also, though, but that's the thing is you want to save your size yeah. for the times when your characters actually want to sigh because they're going to want to do that a lot. And so that is also um, like in early drafts. I do cut them down. Uh, I joke that there was someone who had a a like meme at one point that was like the name of like your indie band is like the the thing that you do too much in writing. And my the name of my indie band was Everybody Murmurs. Because <laughs> oh I use murmur a nice. lot, and then I have to go through my draft nice. and be like, "Jeez, how many of these fucking things did I use?" A yeah. lot. The answer is a lot. So, um, yeah, I think just groaned, so, and then it was growing dark. Just groaned. Um, I don't think we need feeling very. I do, I do like it was growing dark. Yeah. Um, if it were my book, and she did break a glass window. It would be, she looked out the broken window and saw it. Or I think I just she looked out the broken window, it was growing dark. It was growing dark, yeah. Because yeah. saw is bad. Okay, so we'll read this new sentence. 
Um, I'll read it since you've been doing all the editing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do we have new? I'm going to make Castro looking. Oh, okay. Okay. So the new little paragraph, couple sentences here, is impatiently, after looking for hours, Cass threw a box of glass at a window and it shattered. Well, I guess it's... Oh, wait. I guess it's the tower then. Cass groaned, looking out the broken window. It was growing dark. We'll take my van, Austin. I really liked suggested in this. (laughs) Well, you can't have two. I can't have. I have like three or four. Was it three? You have four, Four. but you can't have two either. So you have to choose which one you like. So which one is it, Avery? I still like the first one. I think this one can be Austin said. Okay. I'm kind of curious how well it reads just changing them all to said's. Before we read it all the way through, though, I do want to tackle this first sentence, which I... Oh, the whole first section is... mm. I did skip this on purpose. There is a... Now that... When I was laughing at the beginning, it was at this, now that they were all there. Oh, my... Yeah, we could just get rid of that entirely. (laughs) Just say, she showed Eric and Austin the riddle. Even that's a little clunky, but that's better. When they showed up, she showed Eric and Austin the riddle, were when everyone showed up. There. How about arrive? Because Because we have show. When everyone arrived, yeah, because see, that's better because that's not passive voice. uh, Well, we also have showed again, so we don't want showed up, showed the riddle. Right. When everyone arrived, she showed Eric and Austin the riddle. Oh, so great. Don't don't do that thing. (laughs) Don't do that that they that they were there. That's not good. When we're in there are two words apart, you know something's wrong. Um okay. I never fixed this. Yeah, there's a whole section here. The second sentence. Okay, I'll reread it so that the later audio podcast people will know what we're talking about. So she showed Eric and Austin the riddle. Time, Austin declared the answer proudly, his green eyes flashing as he picked up the now-abandoned remote with a triumphant expression and switched to Comedy Central. Honestly, I guess it could be a lot worse. I like declared because it kind of indicates that he's being a smirky butthead. I like declared, but I also think... I like declared. We don't need his eyes flashing. flashing stuff. Yeah, we don't need that shit. No. We don't need his green eyes flashing. I also like he picked up and the now abandoned remote. And I don't even know if we need to switch to Comedy Central because that really dates this. And does Comedy Central even exist anymore? I don't have real. I think it's okay that it dates it. What if it takes place in the 90s? That's, That's fine. I also don't have cable anymore, so I don't know what channels still exist. Comedy Central does okay. still exist. I'm... It is not as good as it used to be. I also don't know if we need with a triumphant expression. No, I mean. I think, honestly, I think that if you ditch triumphant expression, you should keep the proudly. Yeah. And that's just because it sets. I think we need one or the other. Story. Yeah, it sets an emotion. But if you already have declared the answer proudly, you don't need with a triumphant expression. Because in my head, declaring the answer proudly already has a yeah. triumphant expression. So you don't need that. So now it's just time. Austin declared the answer proudly and picked up the now abandoned remote and switched to Comedy Central. It's a lot of answers. I was just thinking so about I, that. Picking up the now abandoned the remote. The first day. Yep. Okay. So here we have it. We have our new Yeah. Section. We need to change the pick up want- to picking. 
Oh. Okay. I've been writing in the present. Yeah. Sense, so I don't know what stuff is anymore. So uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, would the, you, wait, would the you sentence after what? that? Is the sentence suddenly Cass felt stupid? She should have figured it out. I don't. Well, that's that's doing the showing, not yeah, telling. Yeah, that's really thing, showing. Telling, not showing. But it's telling. It's I, filtering. Honestly, I think just for just for the sake of understanding what's going on in this specific scene, it's okay. Can but we at least get rid of the self. suddenly? Oh, is there a suddenly? Yeah, suddenly oh Cass my. felt stupid. Yes, absolutely. Oh my yeah. god. See, I just automatically Actually, now that we've gotten rid that. of the suddenly, I'm fine with it. A little filtering here and there is fine. Yeah, no, that looks good. Okay. She's our so... main character, so filtering a little bit through her is fine. Now let's read this. Okay. With our new fancy yeah. fixes. And we I would probably do another pass or two over the scene, but just for like a single pass, we'll see yeah. how much we fixed it. Yeah, like I it's gonna read so much better. Like I literally had a hard time getting through the first <laughs> one because I'm like, oh my god, this is dragging. It's not gonna drag anymore, but it's gonna be boring. It's still gonna be boring. Which you fix later. Okay. So um when everyone arrived, she showed Eric and Austin the riddle. Time, Austin declared the answer proudly, picking up the now abandoned remote and switched to Comedy Central. Cass felt stupid. She should have figured it out. But now what? Tara said. Well, we find time, Eric laughed. But we've got to hurry or we'll run out of time, Austin said. Oh, shut up, you guys. Cass rolled her eyes playfully. A clock, Tara suggested. But which one? God, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> The main clock tower in the old section of town, Michael said. He took out his comb and brushed a tangle out of his hair. It's sort of the clock, you know. But it shut down, Tara said. Michael flashed his even white teeth and his dark eyes grew mysterious. All the more fun. It'll be an adventure. Come on. They checked the clocks in the house first and found nothing. Impatiently, after looking for hours, Cass threw a box of glass at a window (laughs) and it shattered. (laughs) Well, I guess it's the tower then. Cass groaned, looking out the broken window. It was growing dark. We'll take my van, Austin said. It's still not a terribly so, interesting scene. It's but still it's, very stilted. It's less tortured. But I will say this. Do you see how much more interesting it gets at the bottom when we start mm-hmm. letting the characters do stuff? Like, you don't always want to do that because you'll you'll kind of like overcomplicate things and your reader will have to read through too much garbage but like put important character tells mm-hmm. in here and you'll start to see that it gets more interesting like the line where it just says um, for example there's some dialogue 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 but there's a, a kind of find in the middle there's like the will we find time eric laughed well laughed is still pretty basic so we could put a more interesting action beat in there if we were kind of going back and doing another pass at this because like you said that whole first section just is like even though we we got rid of the like torturous dialogue tags uh, (laughs) eric laughed so hard a booger flew out of his nose that makes it more interesting it's definitely more interesting now also more disgusting yeah also gross but in a good way (laughs) yeah yeah, so so even that this was a very this was a very I would say this is almost what 
is it is is middle grade before young adult? Yes. It, I would say this is almost it middle, grade. middle grade. It, it's it's very you know, and, and when you are writing middle grade, you have to, you know, you have to be careful not to correct too much because you know I, I will. I know that people read above their age, but you know I don't know how to edit something like this because it's like oh you don't want to like take the fun out of it for a for a child. I you will know? say that the at the time what was actually called teen it wasn't called young adult yet. Um, books did read a little younger. Um, not all of them. But, like, on the whole, they did read a little less mature than what we would consider now YA for the most part. <laughs> so I was basing it off of those books. Um, books like L.J. Smith, um, which I don't know if anybody is familiar with. I still love L.J. Smith, but it does read younger than, like, a lot of the current YA that's really popular in that type of genre. Um, so, yeah, I think I was kind of patterning it off of that and other things I had been reading. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was very stilted. It's now a little less stilted and a little more interesting because we've got boogers flying out of people's mouths, someone throwing glass at a window. This is getting very like weirdly like gross out comedy I meets will, telenovela. I will say that these are very, um, these are very not these characters for me to put in here. I am just, I am enunciating <laughs> the things you should be doing to make your scenes better. I don't mean to turn all of your scenes into like these grotesque oh, no, parties, <laughs> but like, you know, do something interesting and, you know, uh, just to keep the reader engaged. And I write serious novels, so I don't get to write boogers flying out of people's <laughs> noses. So admittedly, I kind of allow myself to do that here, but, um, yeah, uh, it's just, it's a hyperbole mm -hmm. for you guys so that you know, you know, it, it will stick with you that, okay, think about the booger flying out of his nose and where can I put a moment like that? Not necessarily a booger, <laughs> but in my own dialogue because, you know, sometimes it just drags on. And also I, you know, I, I challenge you to look at it and make sure all the dialogue you have is necessary because a lot of the time it's not. Yeah. Uh, if you... And to go on and dialogue, you're adding a lot of stuff that no one, no one needs to read. And I know it's hard to kill babies because you want to watch your characters talk. Like, well, it's like that sometimes. scene we cut of Austin or that line we cut of Austin's and gave it to Tara and combined them. You can do that on like, you know, even just like that micro level throughout and you will tighten up a lot. Yes. Honestly, yes, this is the exactly. kind of scene that later in revising, I may take a hard look at and either decide I don't want or I need to shorten or combine with another scene um, because it is a lot yeah. of talking and not actually moving that much forward in the plot. Um, but that's a bigger conversation than we <laughs> have time for. In time. To be fair, to be fair, there is a lot that happens in just this very short amount of time because they have their little conversation. They actually go and they check stuff that around the house and then come to a conclusion so uh, this has got to be what like 320 words like that's i mean that's a good amount in 320 words for middle grade you know you just really have to um yeah mm -hmm. just kind of make sure it's interesting so uh but yeah i i'm sorry for being not on my reading game tonight <laughs> I've had a, kind of a bad day and i i am a little more tipsy than i usually am <laughs> also it was a really hard read
And I knew it. I knew it, going it in, I'm like, I am going to like just it's just I'm also like, what the fuck? Why are they looking for a clock? I don't understand. I don't like, remember what, what the riddle here? was, but the riddle was something where the answer was time. Um like oh the answer to gosh. the riddle. It's like a series of scavenger hunt clues and each one is a riddle. Um I really honestly wish oh, I could remember God. the riddle. Maybe I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. <laughs> I I have to oh, find this goodness. story again. Um, so, yeah, I think that was kind of... We do have a, a question that was submitted before the episode, if we want to address that. Yeah. Um, about dialogue. No, throw it out. Okay. About dialogue tags from uh, listener Abby said, I read somewhere recently that people think dialogue tags even said make for a poor audiobook experience and the audiobook listeners want dialogue to sound more like speech in a film with no tags at all. I've never listened to an audiobook, so I haven't considered this before, but is it something y'all could weigh in on or dissect a little? And it's a really interesting thought. <clears throat> I'm going to be straight up. I stage my own writing in a way that I only have to use said or says every like twice on a page. And I would say to anyone to do the same thing, at least, you know, in my own opinion, because it does get weird when you have to, because those readers have to pause after the comma and then say, Tara said, and it would get old if you used it as much as this, but like if you, part of the craft is learning to stage your your characters in a way so that you don't have opportunities to use said all the time um break it up with action that was going to be my recommendation was breaking <clears throat> it up with action beats yep. um i wish i had like specific examples because i do listen to audiobooks um i've never actually specifically noticed this problem in an audiobook um i do still read most of my books so i haven't listened to a whole whole lot of audiobooks um, so my guess is if the craft is there in breaking it up with action beats, especially if it's two characters really being sparing with your action beats and dialogue tags, um, and yeah, just kind of just being very thoughtful. And once again, we kind of touched on this at the very beginning of the episode. If you make sure all of your characters have different dialogue patterns, which we did not do yep. here, um, a lot of times you can omit action beats even in a scene that has multiple characters um yeah. in in my self-published book uh one of the characters is the only one that talks in like modern vernacular even though it's like a fantasy fairy tale so you can immediately tell when she's talking because she's the only one who'd be like yeah. shit you guys suck <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah so you know that's her um so if you and also i was sorry, gonna say I if you do to... that that kind of helps yeah, no, and, and building on that, um, you know, uh, just, and you don't have to give your characters accents, you don't have to do that kind of stuff, and as a matter of fact, don't, um, but um, if you, if you, if you stage your scene correctly, um, you'll find that different characters care about different things, and, like, one character is going to talk about certain things, and the other character is not going to talk about those things, so, like, I urge you and challenge you to, to stage your stuff so that you only have to use said once or twice on a page, um, and, and, and really just give yourself a flow that allows your reader to, to read through stuff without having to get to what's said um and you said where it's needed and and nowhere else and you know that's challenge yourself like if you feel like 
if you feel like you've got too many slides on a page, like go for it and just edit and see what you can do with it to make it more interesting. Cause yes, that's boring, but it moves the story along. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need a said, um, if you find you have to use a dialogue tag, but you want it to be as invisible as possible, just use a said. Yep. Yep. So. And yeah, I think that's, I think about that's it. all I yeah, got. Yeah, we're hitting our time. Okay. So we'll kind of do our little conclusion, which is you next. <laughs> uh, yes, we'll be skipping the November 26th live stream for the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday um, to celebrate the slaughter of hundreds and thousands of Native Americans. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that on our podcast. Well, uh, so as, as someone who is a member of a Native American tribe... Uh, we still like turkey. We just yeah skip the rest yeah, of it. We just eat the turkey yeah. and say fuck yeah. it to everything else. Remember, remember not to let your kids dress in like you know sacred objects and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. Uh, I also have a partner who's Native American, so yeah. you know, just I I grew remember up with... re remember things on this holiday and and be thankful for what you have and. And try to know your history, people. Yeah. Uh, so our next live stream will be on December 10th on curse words and swearing and fiction. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to swear We're gonna a lot. We're going to say fuck a lot. So many fucks. Join us live at 7.30 p.m. or listen on audio afterward. In the meantime, you can enjoy our mini episodes every Monday now, wherever you listen to podcasts. They're new They're and new. exciting. And yeah, we did them. It's going to be fun. Um, you can find everything else you need at anditswriting.com. Look us up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts podcatchers everywhere you listen to podcasts you can find us um you can also follow us on twitter at and it's writing um a and d not the ampersand um you can follow us for episode updates and notifications uh if you like what you're hearing please feel free to join our discord group uh check out the website for details on how to join that and thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you again soon thanks for listening Bye.